We welcome you to White House First United Methodist Church, and we're so glad that you have joined us on this podcast. Looking forward to what the Lord has in store as we turn now the calendar to February, and we are glad you're here. Uh, We continue to have our activities uh, within the church that if you choose to come on in-person level, again, our services are at 815 in the fellowship hall, 1030 in the sanctuary. We have Sunday school in between. And then on Sunday nights, we have our youth and our children, as well as adult Bible study, all starting at 5 o'clock. But again, we are glad you've tuned in in this way to be able to worship our Lord and want to start with a word of prayer and then we will uh, continue in this podcast. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you so much for today. I thank you for what you've done for us. And though this week has had a little bit of differences with weather and maybe slowing of certain things down for some, God, you've still been present and with us. And Lord, I am grateful for this opportunity and this means to be able to have this chance to worship. And I pray for the ones that utilize this tool and be able to give them your presence and your reminder that you are with them every step of the way. And we love you and we thank you and we pray these things in your name. Amen.
So our scripture today that we're going to be focusing on comes to us from Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to be looking at verses 23 through 27 today. I quit. You ever said those words in different ways, be it a game, be it your job, your marriage, possibly a ministry that you were a part of? At times, people even speak these words toward God and His will if they start thinking the demands are too great. The cost is too high, or the obstacles are too daunting. They decide they've had enough, and as a result, they turn away. We've most likely experienced this in our personal lives, or maybe in our family or friends. Today we're going to look at an example in the Old Testament of a man that went through all sorts of trials but how he made it through with God's help. And the prayer today is that we will leave this time together being reminded and challenged that we all have the power of persistence. Hear now this scripture, again, from Hebrews chapter 11, verses 23 through 27. By faith, Moses was hidden by his parents for three months when he was born because they saw that the child was beautiful and they weren't afraid of the king's orders. By faith, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter when he was grown up. He chose to be mistreated with God's people instead of having the temporary pleasures Of sin. He thought that the abuses he suffered for Christ were more valuable than the treasures of Egypt, since he was looking forward to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt without being afraid of the king's anger. He kept on going as if he could see what is invisible. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say, Thanks be to God. Moses, a man that if I quit phrase applied, he could have been a candidate. But he didn't because he was a man of great faith. We're going to look at a few crossroads in his life and see how faith pointed him in the right direction each time. The first piece that we find is in verse 23 as we began in that he wasn't even supposed to live because the Egyptian officials had ordered all the Hebrew babies to be killed. But God had different plans, didn't he? The parents of Moses had faith in God in the midst of extreme opposition in their life at that time. And the Lord helped them prevail. Once the issue of Moses' life was resolved when the Pharaoh's daughter decided to adopt him as her son, Moses still had much to go through in his life. In a lot of ways, it had only begun. 
The main thing that Moses had that all of us need to possess to survive every day is faith. Folks, I pray that this is just a reminder, but I hope we understand that faith is much more valuable than anything money can buy. It's very easy for us to be deceived by the temporary benefits of wealth like Moses could have done by being called Pharaoh's grandson. Satan lures people into thinking happiness can be bought and when whatever it is loses its luster, we pine for something else and Satan keeps us pursuing the stuff instead of the Savior. Before we know it, we get into a discouraged state again, and whenever a wave of adversity comes, our faith is weakened, and it becomes easier to get the words, I quit, or what's the use, going, and Satan has convinced us that's the way to go and move on to the next place or thing to buy to hopefully bring happiness and in the process draw us further from the life preserver of faith in the Lord that could keep us afloat. That pattern has to be put to an end if that's where we're at. Moses didn't fall prey to Satan's trickery. And I pray that's where we're at in our walk in faith. I want us to hear again verse 26. Moses thought that the abuses he suffered for Christ were more valuable than the treasures of Egypt since he was looking forward to the reward. I pray that we see that true wealth is eternal. May we not forfeit eternal rewards for temporary benefits. Like Moses, I pray that we're willing to make sacrifices now for greater rewards later. If we look further in the Scriptures than even where we ended, verses 28 and following, you show that Moses left the riches behind. Because he knew he had to follow the invisible God and have the faith that the Lord would direct him in the ways that he needed to go. It wasn't easy to say the least. As he went through much heartache. But the Lord saw him through all the obstacles that came his way. From the trials he faced when he went back to Egypt and Pharaoh's refusal to let the people go to the crossing of the Red Sea on dry ground, to the constant complaining of the people in the 40 years of wandering in the wilderness, God never left Moses' side. Folks, I pray that we understand that nothing has changed through the years. May you be encouraged to stay true to your faith in Him no matter what comes your way. And though it's not turning out like you think, to keep having faith that our Lord is always, always with you no matter what. Each crossroad that Moses encountered, 
He chose faith. And I pray that we do likewise. I want us to look at another scripture that shows what God thinks about us when we're able to be persistent to Him. Here now, James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love Him. I want you to ponder what was just read. Our Heavenly Father is pleased when His children persist and do not give up. Troubles abound in this sin-wrecked world, but God calls us blessed when we hold up under them. Just think, not only is God pleased, but He also blesses us because of our determination to pursue His will for our lives. That scripture showed that He gives us, when we keep our trust in Him, the crown of life. In some ways, that's like a trophy that's given out to the winner of whatever competition he or she is in. But that is just one example. I hope we understand that God's crown of life is so much better than any trophy or blue ribbon that we've ever won. God's crown of life is not glory and honor here on earth like lots of people focus on these days. Instead, the reward is eternal life and living with our Lord forever in heaven when our time on earth is complete. And the way to be in God's winter circle is by loving Him and staying faithful, even under pressure. If we look at it this way, when we consider giving up, we're at risk for achieving far less than what God has in mind for us. But if we persist in continuing to go in the direction He would want us to go, it requires a combination of strong faith in God and willpower. There's a couple of questions that I want us to ponder in this moment. How strong is your yearning to see God's work accomplished through you on a daily basis? And on whose power have you been drawing during times of adversity? Your own or the Holy Spirit's? If we're honest with ourselves, I imagine many of us think that there are certain areas that we can take care of without the Lord's help. Folks, I want you to know that I'm as guilty as anyone. But like you... Prayerfully, we are a work in progress and desiring to rely less on ourselves and more on Him. I want to share with you one final verse from 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. It says, By His divine power, the Lord has given us everything we need for life 
and godliness through the knowledge of the one who called us by his own honor and glory. Folks, the power to grow doesn't come from within us, but instead from God. I pray that we allow him to give us what we need in order to be persistent in our walk with the Lord on a regular basis. This is in no way a guarantee that things are going to go much smoother because adversities will continue just like with Moses. But knowing that he is with us every step of the way, I pray is a comfort and a solace so that we keep having the faith, keep trusting in the Lord, and keep relying on Him every step of the way. Let's pray. Gracious Lord, we come before You right now acknowledging that it's awfully easy to think that happiness can be bought, to follow in Satan's tempting paths of going from one new gadget to the next. It also seems very easy to just give up when times get tough. Lord, thank you that you didn't give up. Thank you that you kept following your Father's will. Thank you for what you have done for us all in the past and what you're doing for us in the present and what you're going to continue to do in us through in the future. Lord, the paths that we are walking on are not always easy. And it's in those very difficult times that we need you the most. And I pray, Lord, that you will give us that strength, that you will give us that perseverance and that persistence to keep putting one foot in front of the other knowing you are there with us every step of the way. We pray these things in your name. Amen. Quiet my soul.